Welcome to Zenly Organized, a podcast that helps entrepreneurs better organize themselves, optimize their time, and boost their productivity so they can scale their business serenely. My name is Sarah, and here I talk about organization and productivity tips, goal setting, habit formation, biological rhythms, personal development, mindset, self-care, and much more. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform and leave a review. Now, sit comfortably, grab a drink, and get ready to zenly organize your business. Hello, Zen organizers. I hope you're well. Uh, today, we're going to talk about three myths uh, that are very common about productivity and um, that I find very annoying. Uh, so, of course, there are many other myths, but I didn't want to do like a <laughs> two hour long episode. And also, uh, these are for me, like the ones I personally really, really find annoying, as I just said. So um, we're going to jump right into it today. So the first myth I wanted to cover is that we have to be productive 100% of the time. That is so false, <laughs> because we aren't made to be productive all the time, period. We are a part in, of nature, and in nature, nothing is always productive. Plants aren't, aren't productive all the year in the sense that they don't produce fruits or leaves the whole year. Um, animals aren't productive the whole year, um, and it's normal, and we are part of nature, so we cannot force ourselves to be something we were not designed to be. Uh, so that, of course, I'm not saying that you can't uh, be like very productive for like a whole day or even like, you know, over a short period of time, work a lot. And um, I'm not saying we're not able to do that, but we cannot do that all the time. We need to rest. We need some periods in which we're less active, in which we rest. Uh, and that's okay. We are not machines And when you think about it, even machines need to rest. Have you ever like not turned off your devices like your cell phone or your computer for a long period of time? At some point, there are some malfunctionalities because even machines need to be shut off every now and then to be reset and, you know, just kind of not be on all the time. So... This is really a myth that doesn't even apply to machines. So how can we expect ourselves to be productive all the time? It doesn't make sense. And I mean, since we're talking about myths, let's also talk about the eight-hour workday, which also doesn't make sense because we are not made to work for that long, to be focused for that long. And I don't know about you, but when I worked in the office, nobody worked eight hours straight because it's impossible at some point especially like in the middle of the the afternoon and there was like a big group of people in the in the diner area you know like just uh, chilling interacting having a coffee because at some point you need to take a break it's not possible to work for eight hours without taking breaks and to be focused those eight hours and um, if you listen to the last podcast episode on chronotypes um, the, it's also like each chronotype has a moment a dip of energy at some point in the day and each type has two to three hours of productivity in their day and that's it no no type can work for eight hours on very re demanding tasks and like very focused tasks 
it's not possible. And actually, the average no, uh, number of productive hours in a day is around three to four hours. And some people um, have even less, others a bit more, depending on their capacity to, to concentrate. But for example, I have a very high um, concentration capability and even I cannot be focused for more than like five, maximum six hours in a day. And even there, like two last hours are not as productive as the three or four uh, first ones. So this is a complete myth and um, it, it, we should just stop that. And you shouldn't feel guilty about not being able to work for eight hours or even more and be super focused the whole day because you're not designed to do that and it's okay. So, you know, once you've used your uh, productive hours, um, which I remind you, are around three or four every day, you should dedicate the rest of your day for creative tasks or uh, for interaction, you know, for example, have attending meetings, making phone calls, replying to emails, if you have like social media, interact with your audience, etc. Or simply rest, <laughs> because rest is productive as well. Rest, you need rest to be able to be productive the next day during those three or four hours because I don't know about you but if I spend many days in a row in which I don't rest like my concentration capacity and like the number of productive hours I have in a day decline over the week you know because we need to recharge our batteries so once you have done your productive tasks you know uh, you have spent these three, four hours of focused work, then go and do something else. Do th tasks that don't require as much concentration and energy from your part. And also something very, very interesting, which, you know, I can, I think we all know, but it's always great to be reminded. Um, there, there, I found a quote by Adam Grant, an organizational psychologist at Wharton, that says that wanting to be product productive act like all the time actually kills creativity. So I'll um, quote him right now, just um, if you're interested in uh, finding this quote and everything. As always, I'll put uh, the quotes and the, um, the sources and everything in the episode uh, transcript, which you can find on the blog at zenlyorganized.com. Uh, but I'll also put the link in the episode notes here if you want to find it. So um, what he says is that productivity and creativity demand opposite attention management strategies. Productivity is fueled by raising attentional filters to keep unrelated on or distracting thoughts out. But creativity is fueled by lowering attentional filters to let those thoughts in. So when you're like in productive mode, when you're focused on a task and all your attention is focused on that, well, it's, it's a mental process that usually, you know, of course, sometimes you have ideas while you're focused on a task, but usually it hinders your creativity because your brain is focused on one task and tries to kind of keep all other distractions away. So this doesn't foster creativity. Whereas when you have 
your best creative ideas, usually it's in moments in which you don't have any of these filters because you're not trying to keep your focus on something, but rather you're taking a shower, you're taking a walk, you're doing something else entirely and without thinking about something specific, without focusing your attention on something specific. So this is when your creative ideas come in. So if you're an entrepreneur and you need to be creative and you need to be productive, but you also need to be creative to find new product ideas, new ways to help your clients, um, etc. Well, you absolutely need these creative moments. So you cannot um, want to be productive all the time because that will kill your productivity and uh, your productivity, sorry, your creativity. And you need both creativity and productivity to run your business. And this, I mean, it applies also to people with day jobs. There, of course, there are some day jobs which don't require much creativity, but most jobs do. So uh, if you are in a creative job or a job that does require some creativity, well, trying to work hard on something and be focused the whole day won't help you be more creative and get these innovative ideas. And also another thing uh, very interesting that um, uh, I found is that, uh, and with which I completely agree, is that it's more important to manage your energy and not your time, because um, that's also something that that will help you maintain and foster your creativity. Instead of focusing on the time you have and managing it and making the most of your time and jamming like the m as many tasks as you can in your day, try to manage your energy. Because as Mihai Chiks and Mihai. I'm not sure I pronounced that correctly, but this is a very complicated Hungarian name. <laughs> so here again, if you're interested, uh, the name and the quote will be in the episode transcript. Um, uh, he, he's done a lot of research on creative uh, people. And what he says is that, um, in fact, creative people rest often and sleep a lot. The most important thing, uh, important thing is that they control their energy. Um, it's not ruled by their calendar, the dog, an external schedule. When necessary, they can focus it like a laser beam. When not, creative types immediately recharge their batteries. They consider the rhythm of activity followed by idleness or reflection very important for the success of their work. This is not a biorhythm inherited with their genes. It was learned by trial and error as a strategy for achieving their goals. So this is something I completely agree with because um, especially the part where um, a, an intense activity or a very productive moment should be uh, followed by a moment of idleness or uh, reflection in which you don't do much because like much, I mean, in terms of physical, of um, intellectual activity because this will really allow you to reflect on what you did on what could you could have done best on what should be your next moves etc so um this is something also um i we will talk about in a upcoming episode about uh, other rhythms such as the um, the menstrual menstrual cycle the lunar cycle and uh, seasons so in nature we all like if you notice for example with the seasons periods of uh, high productivity such as spring and uh, summer 
are then followed by, by periods of kind of, you know, um, death, but not death, but as in rest, where the nature, like nature kind of calms down and kind of goes into hibernation. And this is a good moment to kind of reflect. Okay, for not for plants, maybe plants reflect, I don't know, <laughs> but for us, for example. And so each cycle, and even like in project management, you know, if you always do, you're always in productive mode and you never stop to analyze and assess what you've been doing, then how do you know you're going in the right direction, that you're doing the right actions, that the strategies you're using are um, giving you some results? You need to stop and reflect. So it's the same. We, you, if you're always on productivity mode, on you know doing mode, you never stop. And this is actually worse for your efficiency because if you don't stop, as I just said, you cannot know if you're going in the right direction. So that's why I <laughs> tell you resting is productive because it will then allow you to be more creative, to be to make sure that you are in going um, in the right direction, that you're doing the right actions. So um, what I suggest is uh, to identify the hours in which you are productive. And for that, I highly recommend listening to the last episode, so episode 12 on chronotypes where uh, you can discover what chronotype you are, and then each chronotype has um, a typical like, productivity peak. So I really, really recommend using these hours in which you are naturally productive to do all the hard work you have, and then in the rest of the day, do th uh, tasks that require less um, uh, you know, energy, mental energy that require less concentration and to focus on interaction, like social interaction, creative tasks or rest. Um, and also this is uh, one of the most important <laughs> elements in my new coaching program, which I'll talk uh, to you about at the end of this episode. But because for me, if you want to be organized, if you want to be productive, you have to count in that you need to rest. So a good organization system for me includes resting periods and um, yeah periods for reflection, introspection, or uh, yeah just periods of idleness in which you don't do nothing deemed productive by our modern society. Let's move on to the second myth I want to cover today, which is that being busy equals being productive. So in our culture, being busy, that is having a lot of things to do, is often confused with being productive. But there are crucial differences between being busy and being productive. It's not at all the same thing. So I'm going to give you a few differences between um, the two. Uh, these differences are inspired by... Um, an article I read on the Journal of European Psychology Students. So here again, here again, the sources will all be in the episode transcript. So um, when you're busy, you have poorly specified goals. Whereas when you're productive, you have clearly specified goals. And if you need help with that, uh, I think the first episode of this podcast, if I remember correctly, it's the first one, um, I uh, tell you about my method uh, to set goals efficiently. So if this is uh, something you struggle with, 
uh, I highly recommend going and check that out. And there's also a workbook, um, which you can also download in the episode uh, description of that episode uh, to help you with that. Because when you don't have um, clearly specified goals, it's easy to get lost and not know um, what you have to do, what you have to focus on, and then uh, just do everything. But then if you want to do everything, it's like doing nothing. So yeah, clearly specified goals is a must. Also, in uh, one or two weeks, I will do an episode on different ways to um, set goals. So maybe that will help as well. (laughs) Um, Then being uh, busy, when you're busy, you usually have multiple priorities. Uh, because, as I just mentioned, you don't really know where to focus your energy, uh, so you have multiple or not clearly defined priorities, and you also tend to engage in multitasking, Uh, which, once again, I did an episode on that. Uh, Multitasking itself is not bad, cognitive switching is worse, so if you switch between tasks, that's where um, you lose a lot of productivity. Whereas if you multitask in the sense that you re- or you write an article with music uh, on, that's technically multitasking because you're listening to something while writing. That's not, uh, that's okay. It's actually good. So there are com- some differences, but um, usually productive people, they have clear priorities and they focus on a single task. That's what really important is to... If you're writing that article, you only write that article. You don't stop to reply to messages and then go back to writing your article and then uh, you go and uh, take a call and then, you know, you go and check your social media and then you come back. No, that's really bad for productivity. Um, And that's also a difference. Like uh, busy people tend to immediately respond to any given task. So that's what I just said. For example, if you reply to any call that you get, even if you're working and you you have to do something um, and you reply to the call, even if it could have waited, you know, unless it's like a real emergency, but if it's not an emergency and you know it, don't reply. Um, The same with emails. I mean, we tend to look at our emails so many times during the day, but how many do like really need your immediate attention I'm not sure that many uh, fall into that category. So, you know, uh, if you tend to immediately respond to any task or any um, stimuli that you get, then you tend to be busy and, uh, and like not productive because you just kind of do everything at the same time, but then important tasks and important uh, work doesn't get done. So when you're productive, you schedule tasks. So if you receive, for example... And like you see that your mom is calling <laughs> while you're working on something, then put it in your agenda. Call mom at, I don't know, 3 p.m. Because you know that at 3 p.m. you're free. Or if you get a, an email or something, but you don't want to reply to it now, schedule it. But don't let um, tasks and like unexpected requests from people become your priority. If it's not part of your priorities, if it doesn't help you reach your goals, don't let them kind of overwhelm you because you'll you'll then be working for everybody else but you. So just make sure that you um, give more of your time and energy to what what 
allows you to work on your priorities, on your goals, and not on somebody else's. Um, then, um, that's also really connected, but people that are busy tend to say yes to everything. Like an impulsive yes, you know, that somebody asks them to do something, they're like, yes. Uh, somebody asks them, oh, do you want to go out? Yes. Uh, do you want to help me with that? Yes. But, you know, you have to learn also to say no to many things, to all the things that, well, maybe not all the things, <laughs> but to the things that don't um, count for you, that don't help you reach your goals, that are not part of your priorities, because then this becomes a thoughtful yes, a yes for you, not for others, because otherwise you will get um, swallowed in everybody else's urgencies and important projects, but for themselves and not for you. So here again, learning to say no to things that you don't want to do, that don't bring you joy, that don't bring you closer to your dreams, that don't respect your priorities, you should really uh, reflect before saying yes to those things. And finally, another difference between people that are busy and productive. Someone that is busy, you know, it's the classic... Uh, I'm super busy, I don't have time to do that. And, you know, they're always talking about the fact that they have little time, that they can't, um, you know, uh, they can't go to the restaurant with their friends because they have to work. Uh, they, you know, they just, like, kind of pass off uh, social invites uh, because they have to work. Uh, whereas when you are productive, you take the time to do the things that matter. So if you want to see your friends, if you want to uh, go out with your colleagues, with your family, you know, you will say yes to these things because this is part of, um, well, you know, you're resting. <laughs> and it's also when you're productive, you do have time for, uh, and you do plan time for social interaction and uh, activities that fulfill you, that make you uh, feel better, etc. I have to say, this one, this last one, is something I also struggle with sometimes. Uh, there are some periods, and of course, you, you're not always a productive person or always like a 100% busy person. You know, there are some periods in which you are more busy, but maybe because you have many things, but it's just kind of a general tendency. If what I just told you now, you feel like you correspond most of the time to being busy, then really try to, uh, well, first determine uh, your your priorities, uh, <laughs> get your priorities straight and uh, try to put some strategies into place, which I will give you some tips right now, uh, like in a, in a bit, sorry. Um, but yeah, so if you correspond more to the busy type, try to make some changes uh, for that. But uh, as I was saying, like for me, sometimes it happens that I have a, a busy period and where I'm like, mm, I really don't have time to go out. Or, you know, sometimes you could go out, but then you feel the need to just rest peacefully at home, you know, just kind of chilling, doing nothing, but like in a quiet place and just with yourself. So that's also okay. But um, yeah, if you're always uh, like, oh no, I don't have time for anything, not even myself, then you're probably busy and not productive. And um, so here are some tips to help you uh, go from being busy to being productive. 
well, first I just said that, but you know, define your priorities. This is for me, this is like one of the first steps. And that's also why uh, it's one of the first steps in my coaching program. Because for me, if you don't uh, know what your priorities are, then you don't know how to say yes to the right things and no to the things that will not help you achieve your goals. So um, if you have trouble um, defining your priorities and then uh, you know putting mechanisms into place to make sure you prioritize your priorities, um, maybe we can work together on that. Uh, also, um, some tools that I really like to define my priorities, and I use these tools very regularly. <laughs> um, it's the Eisenhower matrix and the effort to impact matrix. And once again, I will do an episode uh, in a few weeks about that. Uh, but basically, these are matrices that help you um, visually see what tasks you should focus on uh, based on your priorities. And personally, for example, the Eisenhower matrix, I do one like every two weeks <laughs> to make sure I'm working on my priorities. I know some people that do it every week. Uh, for me now, to every two weeks is is fine, but uh, you, can, you, you should use these matrices as often as you feel uh, the need to reset your priorities and make sure you're working on the right tasks. We already said that as well, but really learn to say no. And that's actually another podcast episode I'm thinking about doing, but that in a few maybe months. But this is really something um, I myself struggle a lot with that, with saying no. I feel bad for saying no, but it's really something we have to learn because if you say yes to other people, you say no to yourself, to your priorities. So we have to be very careful about that. Then another uh, tip that is one of my favorite ones that I apply every day is to set three priorities every day. And these are the tasks you need to get done that day. And the rest can wait, but these are the important tasks. So this helps you be like every day, okay, I'm working on my priorities. I'm working on things that are meaningful and then you'll be more productive this way. Uh, of course, this almost whole episode is about um, this, but schedule time off in your planner. If you feel like you have, you're having trouble finding time for yourself, schedule time with yourself in your planner and stick to this. Uh, like this is an appointment that is as important as any other appointment and you really have to respect it. So uh, if you feel the need, really write with yourself like one hour time for myself and really try to stick to it. Another tip it can be to determine a work schedule. So if you tend to work uh, late in the evening, on the weekends, and always be like, oh no, but one last task, one last task, one last task, and then you end up uh, working until like 9, 10 p.m. or even later, <laughs> maybe if you're a wolf, for example, but then wolves have a chronotype. If you don't understand what I'm saying, go and listen to episode 12. <laughs> but if you're a wolf, then you kind of have the, the permission to work late because that's your um, that's the way you are. <laughs> but for the other people, you know, like if you if you cannot work in the evening and uh, everything, set a work schedule. And if you decide that you stop working at six, stop working at six. Uh, I mentioned it also before, but avoid cognitive switching. So um, there's a whole episode, episode number four on that, where I give a lot of tips as well on how to avoid cognitive switching. So how to avoid switching between tasks, which really, really ruins your productivity. This is a very important one if you want to be productive. 
and not uh, spend your time switching between tasks and losing your energy and your focus. Also, accept that you don't always have to be doing something. (laughs) This is something that is really hard because our society uh, views idleness as uh, bad and, you know, like uh, just like chilling under your sofa, doing nothing is like, why, you know, it's not productive. You're not producing anything. Why are you doing that? But no, you can and you should do that because we just saw it really helps foster your creativity. Creativity. Oh my gosh, I'm struggling with this today. Uh, with your creativi- creativity <laughs> and also just like giving some space for, you know, your brain to process everything and just rest. My final tip is to put some routines into place. Example, an end of the day routine. So, you know, when you end your day, you do something that helps you disconnect from your work. And this way, you know, it's easier to be like, okay, the work is done. Now we're taking time for ourselves, uh, chilling with our family, anything. But this kind of, this can help you uh, have a structure. It kind of goes with the work schedule. And one last thing I wanted to say about that is that there is a lot of pressure for people that are efficient, like efficient and productive in our society to always do more and take on more work. This is really something like, I don't know you, but I tend to be the kind of person that everybody's like, "Mm, Sarah, she's, uh, you know, she's so efficient at her work. She's already done with that. So let's give her more. And uh, well, no, you don't have to accept to take on more work if you have done your uh, all the things you had to do and um, you don't have to, to take on more work. You're, you're allowed to not be always doing something, I, I just said. So don't feel guilty to say no to other uh, people's requests just because you're, you're efficient, you're productive and you're already like finished everything. Enjoy your free time for yourself and do things that light you up, but don't feel guilty because of that. You are allowed not to be all the time doing something. Finally, the third myth I wanted to talk to you about is one that I particularly hate, (laughs) is the one that uh, says that you have to wake up early to be productive. You know, early bird gets the worm. I really hate that myth because um, I personally am not at all a morning person and I'm still very productive. So I'm like, Why should I force myself to wake up at 5 a.m. or, you know, like even 6 a.m. For me, even 7 a.m. is early. (laughs) um, But to to be productive, like, if it doesn't make sense. And, you know, I think you know by now, but uh, I think that we all have different rhythms. And that's, like, what the beauty of it. Um, You know, if we all had the same rhythms... Our society wouldn't work properly. So, you know, why should we all force ourselves to be something we are not? It doesn't make sense. So uh, what I recommend is um, to learn your chronotype and organize your day based on that. So that was the topic of um, the last episode. So I'm not going to go over that once again. But um, I really think that there is no one-size-fits-all productivity tip you have to find what works for you and really important, listen to learn to your body, to yourself, to what works for you. Like this is the only way that you will find your organization system, your productivity tips that really help you become more productive. 
Because, for example, if you're not a lion or a bear, here again, if you don't understand what I'm saying, go and listen to the episode number 12. But um, if you're not a lion or a bear, your productivity, te- your productivity peak is not in the morning. So even like the tip, you know, like classic tip that you have to get your most important tasks done in the morning... Well, this tip doesn't apply to you if you're a dolphin or a wolf, because if you're a dolphin or a wolf in the morning, you're like foggy, you know, your brain is foggy, you you can't concentrate well on things. So there's no point in doing your most important tasks in the morning because you're, you're you're not wired to do that. So really like listen to your body. If you want to discover your chronotype, listen to episode 12 and download the um, also the workbook I've created to help you kind of understand yourself better, understand when you're more energetic, when you're more productive, when you're more um, creative, etc. And you learn, like, you know, use that to organize your day and boost your productivity, but for yourself, not for what other people say you should do or when you should be productive and when you should do anything. So this one is a bit shorter because I already did, like, even two episodes on that because even episode um, 11 was also on respecting your body and everything. So I'm not going to talk more about that, but this is also another productivity um, myth that I really hate. You don't have to wake up early to be productive. You are productive even if you are a wolf, even if you're a dolphin and you have your productivity peak in the afternoon. Don't worry. You are fine the way you are. You are perfect the way you are. Just use your rhythm to your advantage and try to organize your day based on that. So those were the three myths I wanted to talk to you about. And um, I just wanted to share with you a kind of an exciting news because I'm launching uh, my coaching program. So it's my first program. I don't know if you follow me on Instagram, uh, you know that I quit my job uh, last week. So I'm now a full-time entrepreneur. And so I'm launching this coaching program for uh, entrepreneurs. Um, So if you're an entrepreneur struggling to stay on top of all your tasks and you need help to uh, better organize your business, uh, better manage your time, your energy, um, maybe my program is for you. So it's a 12-week program uh, to help you build a personalized organization system Uh, that will help you optimize your time, boost your productivity, all of this so you can upscale your business serenely. So, um, and of course, you know, in the respect of your personal rhythms, because I haven't talked about that for like the past three episodes. uh, And I, (laughs) because I don't believe that, because I really, really do believe that. So um, if this is something that uh, could interest you, you can book a free discovery call with me. Uh, the link is uh, in the episode description. Um, so yeah, I'd love to help you uh, have more time for yourself, more time for your business, more time for your family, you know, more time for whatever you want to focus on. And so I would love to work with you. So um, c- uh, just get in touch with me. And uh, otherwise, I will see you guys next week. Um, This is also a novelty I haven't told you about, but uh, I will publish a new episode every week from now on. 
maybe this summer there will be a week or two where I won't publish one because I will go on holiday finally. Uh, but um, other than that, I'm planning on um, posting a new episode daily. Uh, daily, no, daily, no, weekly. <laughs> so I will see you guys next week. And in the meantime, I wish you a zenly organized week. Bye. Thank you for listening until the end. You can go to zenlyorganized.com to find the episode's notes and all the mentioned resources. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform and leave a review. It's a free and easy way to encourage the podcast. That's it for me today. I wish you a Zenly Organized Week and I'll see you for the next episode. Bye!